Ahoy! I noticed something about that intro. I think it needs to be a little bit shorter. Um, I think it needs to fade out. And we just need to just just have a a one-fifth the size uh, version of that. That's Drop it in the Google Drive and I'll fix okay. it. This is this is my Jesus background because I am truly, truly. It's like a '70s tattoo parlor, is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, uh, that intro is perfectly fine. Well, if we're gonna have a revolt, I guess we'll leave it. I felt it. I feel it's just a bit long. That's what she said. Happy Friday, Zorro. So we've got we've got an interesting one tonight. We're we're actually going to talk a little about gala. A little bit. Really? You can talk more. I'm not I'm not going to talk a lot, but you can you can talk more if it really floats your boat. Ah! Don't start yawning. Oh my god, it's only like what six o'clock down there. Come on, man. Six thirty eight p.m. on the west oh my coast. God. It's so, it's uh, nine thirty eight for me. I better announce this uh, right now. Things might get a little bit unstable for me. Is is a, a large, a large fifty foot baseball bat sized object hit my house the other day, and uh, it's making my life a bit terrible. Happy Friday, of, I, Nick. I have pictures on the Faz Radio Premium channel of a of a tree that has hit my house and what what <laughs> did to my house. Um. So as a result, we have to move out of our house for a while. Oh, sorry. It's too short. Um, so I have to move out of my house for a while while they fix it. And uh, the good news is insurance will cover all that. So that's nice. This is, I think it's because we over-insuranced. Uh, I tend to over-insurance on things. And so I think they're, they're more willing to work with you if you like, I don't know, get a zillion dollars of insurance and you only use a small part of it. Yeah, that was that was wicked, man. I couldn't believe it. Uh, yeah, um, I was actually under right here at this desk. Uh, I just stood up after paying some bills, and the uh, it was so loud I kind of fell back because it rattled the floor and the foundation of the house. So that was uh, my my partner was up in the bedroom that it hit four feet away. So I came up and ran upstairs, and it looked like a, a blast zone. The house looks like a, an Iraqi Scud missile hit it, actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that was that was and that's scary, right? So that storm that hit you is now going this way, and it's going to be in Kansas City for the football game tomorrow night. They're expecting negative thirty degrees for the well, game. Well, wait a minute, you're, you're getting things confused. What we had was a windstorm about three days right. ago, but uh, tonight we're having a winter storm. Um, which we just got a tarp. It took two days to get a fucking tarp over the house because um, we had to have some people do it because our house is a bit tall. Um, so it took two days, but it was raining the whole time, which means lots of water damage. Um, so no, now um, we just got the tarp up and now we're having snow tonight for the next night and a half. It's supposed to be like 17 degrees. So that's going to be fun. But at least it hit a bedroom, which we can close the door and at least heat the rest of the house. And it didn't take out any electricity whatsoever, so we can use the house. But, uh, oh, well, 
it took out the living room. All the all the water damage is is totally swamped it's the terrible. living room. And so, so that wind is here now. Oh yeah, you got our winds. That that was uh, yes. that knocked over like a two hundred year old pine tree. That's what hit my house. So today my power went out once already. So if I disappear, I'm hoping, fingers crossed, it only flickered. It was flickering on and off, but it only went out once for like a minute. <clears throat> but if I disappear, that's why. But there's like 50 to 60 mile an hour winds and it's like dead calm out there right now. And then all of a sudden it'll just kick up and holy crap. So, uh, yeah, anyway, I mentioned that because I might not be around as we're moving. The good news is uh, I moved here about a month ago myself. Um, now we have all sorts of people moving us to this other house and paying for this other house while this one is fixed. So regardless, I don't know where I'll be broadcasting from. But then again, that's just normal for me now, right? <laughs> these these all of you poor Faz radio people have dealt with him moving like 37 times in the past year. So, and, and I've committed, I told you guys, I've committed unless there's some horrible thing, I'll do the show by myself. We'll get somebody on once in a while. So you don't have to look at my ugly mug constantly on a Friday. So I have to make sure I'm on the next week. <laughs> it's, this is, this is fantastic though. I mean, I'm glad you're getting your shit together, but it seems like you've got like this black cloud over you that, you know, I did the last... get my shit together. Mother Nature didn't approve. <laughs> there you go. You're the nomad. Faz the nomad. That's right. Had a house fire once, ended up at a motel. Hmm. Wow. Yeah. So, uh, we have uh, four kids, so uh, the, the insurance was nice to us. They said, we'll, we'll pay for a house with, you can put, with five bedrooms. So maybe maybe that's the thing, or maybe like I said, we over insurance. Maybe it's just because we paid for higher insurance or something. Well, if the house is nicer than than the one you're in, you might want to you know pay the contractors a little bit to take their time. <laughs> there you go. Well, it's not like that's insurance fraud or anything, but you know I'm not encouraging that by any means. Yeah, I, I I think I'll let you suggest the insurance fraud, and, and I'm, I'm just going to tell you I'm going to do things the nice, safe, and, and insurable way. Well, you know, for all the shit that we give you, uh, Faz, you know, those times where you sat out in your truck and did Faz Radio, I got to give you some love for that, because that's commitment right there. Yeah. Uh, the good news is, because uh, we, we, have, we have four kids, uh, they're not here right now. They're actually at their other parents' house. So uh, we have no kids until we move, which is kind of nice. That's not very nice. Those kids love you. Well, they do, but uh, uh, it's <laughs> there's because, let's see, of all of our bedroom stuff has been pushed into two of the kids' rooms, and the, uh, the living room stuff is all in the dining room now. Um, so... We had to evacuate two rooms all into other rooms. So now it's it's not going to be fun to stay here. No, uh, I know. You got to make light of it to to try and get through it because that's just craziness. And then and then all the water damage they have to they have to tear down all the walls and and this is it's a really old house so mm -hmm. there's probably asbestos in there and anyway so we're going to talk about some interesting stuff tonight. AI was one of them. Uh, what was the other one? Uh, our lessons learned. 
And we're going to kind of dovetail that into gala. We haven't talked about gala uh, a lot, and I don't really enjoy really talking quick. about gala. So, so, by the way, I just got some earphones, or some some uh, Bluetooth headphones that you suggested. I'm going to run up and get a glass of water because I'm now untethered from the computer. So you keep talking for a minute. I'll probably <laughs> you'll still probably hear me though. There I go. Yeah, there's a there's an unsponsored plug. Um, for the sound core uh, that I'm wearing here, these are pretty good. They're they're not as comfortable as the ones I recommended uh, for him. It's it's ear fun, and they're like fifty bucks on Amazon. And you think, boy, these are a bunch of garbage. I keep those at at my day job, and they're I can wear them all day. I don't even know they're in my head. The sound is fantastic. The the drawback on those is you only get about five hours of battery before you got to recharge them. But I'm telling you, they're worth 100 or 150 bucks, but they're they're fairly cheap on Amazon. Great little buds. And so he bought those because he's tired of wearing his big earmuffs. But anyway, tonight we're going to talk a little about Gallo. We got poked today by Lycan um, in the CFA Gala channel. So we'll talk a little about about Gala. I have some opinions. We didn't do a year-end show for for a lot of reasons, and we'll kind of touch on that a little bit. But um, I've learned a lot of lessons this year, and some of them I learned the hard way. Some of them I learned the easy way. Um, Faz has learned a few lessons, and these are both crypto and non-crypto uh, lessons. <clears throat> so... As we push through this, uh, if you want to laugh at us, please do. If you want to share your lessons I laugh learned at you all the time, yeah, I know you do. Um, do it, man. No, Lycan's not coming on uh, Zorro, um, but he water. poked us in the in the yeah. I can hear the ice mooshing. Um, he poked us today uh, in CFA about that. Um, and legendary submit uh, was asking about it too. He's uh, been been making some interesting comments around the various boards, both on CFA and Gala lately, and and a lot of frustration is being shown by a lot of people for a variety of different reasons. Um, I talked to somebody the other day. We were having a discussion about something unrelated. But the topic of gala had come up, and this person uh, was a little little frustrated and brought up a good point that we called on, on Faz Radio last year. 2023 was the year of show me, right? And we were hoping that they would step up and, and show us, right? And... What do you think? Did they show us anything, Faz? They showed us quite a few things, actually. They had they have some games that they put out. They put out a number of games. I, I even talked to Bitbender about this a couple months ago, and I said that this was the year of Show Me, and what are they going to show me? He, uh, he mentioned that a bunch of things were coming out and had come out, and they did. Um, I didn't keep track of all of them, though, so because of lots of things happening in my life. We're, you know, you know us, we're not the most diligent about our statistics. Well, so my, my take on that is, is 
when I say show me, right, show me some tangible success. And you pushed me on that about halfway through the year. Oh, you've got to define tangible. Tangible can mean anything, right? Well, to me, it was make me excited again. Give me something to want to spend money supporting the ecosystem. Engage me. Do right by the community. Those That's what I consider show me, right? And so what we ended up with, was a <clears throat> interesting node vote that, as we know, put us in a very unfavorable position. We ended up seeing Gala suing itself twice. We did a whole show on that. And other game studios bringing up lawsuits. And to me, there was a lot more negative than there was positive, right? So they they say they launched their their blockchain. I, I I don't see anything on it other than transactions, moving game pieces around. And I noticed something interesting. I, I went into my Gala account the other day, and the last thing I bought from Gala was over two years ago. I don't know if if you've purchased anything since then. Have you have you made any purchases in the last two years? Um, I haven't had time to. I know that there are there's like these treasure chests that came out and um, some other things that went on. Yeah, in the last two years, I bought a few things. I don't recall what though. Not anything big. And where we're at now, I guess Spider Tanks is. Spider tanking 10 people here and there. Uh, Townstar or Common Ground World, sorry. Um, I haven't seen any any exciting news there. Uh, I just, I don't have anything to say about them. I'm not going to sit here and beat them up. I'm not going to try and hold them accountable. That doesn't work. I don't have any exciting news to where they've done anything fantastic for the community. I guess I guess that that might be an indicator right there. If you if you follow Gala Games and you can't and and if something doesn't just hit you like this, like for example, Superior, that was a very good game when it when it came out. You're like, oh my god, they're superior. Um so if there's nothing like really memorable, then I think that might count. So uh, I'm not going to sit here and, and beat them up. I'm not going to engage until there's a reason to engage. Right. I, I just, I don't, they're just treading water and trying to keep their head above water at this point. And so <clears throat> maybe, maybe we'll get excited this year. Maybe we won't, but I've taken my focus off of that and put it on to, to other things and not just gaming projects. I'm just saying in general, I'm looking other places now. It's not a, a, a focal point. I'm sure if something pops, I'll hear about it and maybe I'll get excited again, but it's, it's just what it is. And, and they're going to do what they do. And that has not in, at least from what I've seen, it has not been in the community's best interest. So maybe they'll maybe they'll wow us I, this I year. Think, Who knows? 
again, I think if you've been following Gala and you can't think of something very major that has happened, like, I don't know, Miranda's is out or something, that, again, that that might matter. I think, I know, they put out a number of things today. Didn't they, uh, this year, didn't they put out the Poker Go stuff? Isn't that fairly popular? I don't even know because I don't hear about it. There's never anything on Twitter. I don't go to the Gala server anymore. I, guess, I pop okay, in maybe so, once a week and look around. So that's what, but, what the barometer is because I'm sure people might play it. But then again, I didn't hear a lot about Townstar from Twitter either when I was making buku bucks on that. So that counts. Well, you were making buku bucks because you spent buku bucks to get pieces that paid buku bucks. It doesn't, there was like 200 players. I mean, it, it's not like a, a big deal. And granted, that was for a while, it was good. They, Gala was still in the good graces of a lot of the community at that point. So, because they were paying um, out. Well, even, even if they weren't paying out, they, they hadn't. They hadn't gotten themselves into a pickle with the community getting aggravated at that point at some of the things that were transpiring. Okay, the community getting aggravated is not, in my opinion, the best indicator because there's there's lots of successful companies with aggravated communities. So let's just get honest. That is honest. Uh, Gala's, Gala has to sell tokens in order to make money because they can't sell anything to make enough revenue to keep the company going. Um, they don't sell tokens. They give them away. No, no. That's they they model. sell they sell their distribution to make money to fund their company. No, they don't sell their distribution. They sell the nodes. No, no. They yes, yes. they sold they sold over five hundred million tokens to fund their business in the last thirty days. Who did they sell them to? A market maker. Okay. What a market maker? Uh, top of my head, I don't remember. But they, they, they have yeah, two, they I guess. Them. I remember that. So they sold tokens to a market maker. The question is, where did they get those tokens? Did they issue them to themselves? That was what they have in their kitty from their from the from what they they gain with their distribution of the. The node rewards. Okay, so they they did not award themselves. They 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 sold tokens because they were node holders, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. So no, they're not node holders. They 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 provide us with nodes so they get fifty percent of the distribution. It's not like they're running nodes and earning the distribution. They just take fifty percent of what comes out of out of the distribution. I know this matters. Um. So. A lot of industries out there have a very specific way that they do their work so that they don't uh, issue themselves things. And so the, the important part is um, that I think the SEC hasn't really weighed in on is, are they issuing themselves money? If they're issuing themselves money and cashing in that money, then that's a problem. But if they have a node system that, that has a governance aspect to it, See, this is this is what their official uh, line is, and I'm just I'm just telling you what their official line is. Do I agree with it? No. Do I think that it's it's completely decentralized? It's not completely decentralized. Um, it's it's quite centralized at this point. Um, 
So I just want to be clear on stuff because you're you're like, well, they have to sell more tokens to stay in business. What they're doing is they're selling NFTs and they're getting tokens for it, and then they're selling the tokens. So that that matters. My point is is that their revenue is so low that they can't support themselves, so they have to sell tokens. Mm -hmm. If they had a viable business model where they were taking care of their community, producing top quality games, making waves in the music industry, putting out uh, top quality Netflix quality movies, and operating a theme park in a proper way that, that excited people, they wouldn't need to sell the tokens. They could be billionaires again because they're a successful business mm -hmm. right now it would appear at least from from what we've been looking at <clears throat> because see you can they burn a portion of what what the sales are right so we can see by what's burned what they're selling and that's not much um, so, um, okay. So we can see how much are they getting a year? Well, we have to pull up those tax documents that, that were in the lawsuit to figure that out. Um, well, remember when I spoke with Bitbender recently, I said, how much do you guys make? And he says, how much we make, how much we sell is actually on the blockchain, right? To a point, if you dig enough. They have a couple of sales wallets, so you'd have to do some napkin math to get that figured out. So the, I'm 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 pushing back on your. They didn't do anything. They're not getting a lot of money. Um, they're not. They have gotten a fair amount of money, and they have done a fair amount of things. Um, we're speaking from a point of two busy people who don't have a long, a lot of time to track this. So I'm I don't want I have plenty of time to track it if I want to. I'm I'm just not interested well, enough to follow okay. it that closely. Okay. For whatever reason, it hasn't been <laughs> tracked. And so so I'm using a different barometer which is how much have you heard about it? If it was popular, surely you would have heard about it. But I challenge you also, what have you heard about Star Atlas and all of Gala's competitors that seem seemingly are making more money? Well, I don't follow them that closely either. Uh huh. What I so what I what I follow to to, uh, to for this to be, you know, important for it to be notable. We'll find out, right? We're gonna find out pretty quick. I'm not that deep in Star Atlas. I don't. I'm not a gamer like you, right? So I play games that I find fun. I said, like an example. An example of Star Atlas. Is there any other crypto gaming company that you've heard a lot about and they've been awesome? Playable's been in been seeing a lot of good things happening there. But again, I don't follow it that closely. Um they got Nexus out. I watched a play uh watched Timbo playing it the other day. That was interesting. OMS is is doing great things over there. And bringing a lot of different things out, they're uh, they're putting regular um, Twitter posts, keeping people informed. They have a great Discord where they keep things people informed. They just had a, a boo boo the other day. No, not the other day. Maybe it was last week. Not, it wasn't this week because I was out of town, so I wasn't following them that closely. They had a boo boo 
with uh, distributions. And they communicated the whole way through about what was happening, how they were fixing it, and they made everything right almost instantly. That was fantastic news. I love seeing stuff like that, right? So everybody else is, is seemingly taking things slower and going in the right going in the right direction. They're they're not making promises that they can't keep. So I'm okay with following that news. If if Gala had posted more, um I get a lot of my news uh I see Nate is listening in here. I get most of my news from uh, his gala show and from the collective show. I listened to the collective show today, uh, and Betty and Timbo were on there. And Betty made a very interesting comment. I'd like to get your take on this because I, I, I didn't think about this. I'm surprised I've never bitched about this because it's kind of big. Right. So uh, the Gala Collective partnered with uh, Black Harp and Black Harp owns the number one big deal, like a comparable to a Citadel for Echoes of Empire. Right. Mm -hmm. They paid nine hundred thousand dollars for that. Okay. Mm -hmm. They haven't received any email. They didn't receive a thank you from Gala or from the the uh, studio. They received no communication, no updates. The game is scheduled to go live in 18 days. They still have no communication. They don't even know what they own, what it'll do. Which game, which game is scheduled to go live in 18 days? Echoes of Empire. Okay. To go live live? Uh. So a citadel they're, is not. They're they're opening it up. Citadel no, it, I said it's because you're not paying okay. attention to me. You're doing I something wasn't. else. I said it's right. comparable. Okay. okay. Comparable to a citadel, to put it into perspective. But no one has even told them what it's going to do, what the use is, how they're going to be able to use it, what it's going to be for. They just know they've got that. Wouldn't you think? And Betty Betty said it pretty well. He goes, "Wouldn't you think?" That if someone spent nine hundred thousand dollars on an asset of of for anything, that someone would reach out and at least you know send you a hoodie or something as a thank you. If I buy a house, how much does a Lambo cost? What do you get when you buy a house? Your real estate agent gives you at least a box of chocolates and a nice card, right? I mean that it it deserves a reach around. Yeah, right. For for nine hundred thousand dollars, I would I would expect at least a thank you and an instruction manual for what the hell I bought, right? Mm-hmm. So this is this is how how messed up that that whole gala workflow even for a game goes. Eighteen days that's going live. They have something they spent nine hundred thousand dollars on, and they don't even know how to use it. Because they haven't been communicated with by anybody. Right? So, point. oh, so That's here. So, if you're going to do something like that, yeah. Forge says we were supposed to get the big crystal display at, at Galaverse 1, but that never happened, right? So, in general, <laughs> the general, it won't click. There it goes. 
with Faz, Faz and I could fight all day, right? So my my point is is that even when they even when they do things that are good, like release a game, they're still not doing what they need to be doing. They should be they should be giving a huge reach around the whole time to no you you have a good point if if you're to gonna this. Be, if if you're going to be spending a lot of money so i bought a car recently actually what i did is i traded my truck for a car um and you know at the very least i got a lot of personal attention when i bought this vehicle and you know i have a warranty and i get free oil changes and stuff like that um now admittedly the car was delivered and this game isn't delivered yet but i would think once a game is delivered or maybe if you buy a house once the house is delivered you're going to get something some kind of introduction now when you buy a house there's usually a long purchase process and the uh the realtor is your friend because they're wanting to make sure that the transaction happens and then they might give you some flowers or something but yeah you have a, it is there's a very good point here i would say if you're gonna pay a hundred thousand dollars for a game piece that you need some sort of onboarding some sort of sponsorship or some sort of of sponsorship um, that's that's beautiful that's a great way to put it some some sort of some sort of introduction to this is our product this is why you did it i mean again and you see all right. these promo materials you get for buying a new house and buying a car I'd like to see when I get a game piece. I'd like some. I, I'd like something mailed to me, making me glad that I purchased this game piece, since it costs more than a car and it costs more than a house. Well, I mean, that's that's like white glove. That's literally like a million dollars, a million dollars for a game piece, and you don't even get so much as a thank you. Yeah. Let alone instructions how to use it or what it's going to do or what it's for. You're putting your full faith and trust in in this process, in this game, in these in these in the company of Gala and in the developer. That this is gonna be the most epic shit you've ever seen in your entire life. And here you are eighteen days away and crickets. Why would anybody buy a fifty dollar game piece if that's how the nine hundred thousand dollar purchaser gets treated it's true and and is this right so i don't want to beat this to death but is this game going to be good we don't know right we heard all these other games were going to be good and the reviews are kind of mixed right i'm not saying that they were shit because there's some people who have liked no them, i'm right i i do but i agree there there needs to be something if if gala wants to show that they're delivering games at the very least they might be able to show that but what are they delivering are they um like when um now the game legacy dropped this year this was something that they had delivered this year and uh, i have a couple legacy game pieces uh i did i do think that i got some communications about those game pieces and that things would be starting up but I would think that you get some sort of personal handholding, like, hey, let me let me walk you through this process, or let let me, you know, you, you want to feel like you you really did something good. If you joined an exclusive club, somebody would call you up right. and maybe maybe walk you in or something like that. I don't know. So what I what I, I while while they were doing the collective cast today, I threw a comment in there. You know, it 
it would be nice, and I think it should be very public, that the collective, now that they've partnered with uh, Black Carp to, to put this asset into the game for the community, right? The Gallic Collective's for the community. They're going to they're gonna boost this to the community the best they can with this asset, it, but they don't know how it's going to work yet, obviously. But I said, you should very publicly put out there Tell me what this is and give access, early access, so that videos can be made that will help Gala and it will help Echoes of Empire because there'll be, it doesn't have to be released until the drop, right? It doesn't have to be released early, but give them access to record this stuff and show people how it works and walk people through what it's going to be like. And then a day before the release or something, the collective can release these, these videos and and get some excitement going around the game and tell people what the hell it is. Faz, you have Echoes of Empire assets. Do you you they haven't even told you how you're gonna use them in the game. There's nowhere to go to get information to even read about it early. What about the the planet thing? You gotta go claim your your planet thing. Are they just gonna open the game and say go and you gotta fucking figure it out? Are you kidding me? They might think that that's cool, but I think it's it's just lack of commitment to making this a great experience. They just want to deliver a game and say, we've done it. We've delivered it. There you go. Now stop bitching. Instead of making it a fantastic gaming experience, this should be a premier gaming experience for people to help build gala back up and build the platform of echoes of empire back up and they're wasting okay. every moment of this okay I'm, again i agree with you i'm gonna agree with you here and say you know i told you i got into gala games because i felt that eric shiremeyer was a lot like steve jobs but uh steve jobs has these you know shows that introduce the iphone and tell you of all the the, the benefits and you have uh, apple stores that sell these iPhones and, and when you get them, you feel special when you open them because their packaging looks very nice and their product looks very nice and stuff like that. And I have to admit, you know, buying a game piece and then saying, see, we put the game out there. There has to be more. I agree. Well, even still, right. Take, you have, you have Eric who, who's a, who's a Steve jobs wannabe, Right. He, he wants to be cool like Steve Jobs and do all oh, these epic yeah. things. And he has the asshole attitude like Steve Jobs. He's, he's trying to walk in the shoes, but he's not doing the events, right? Steve Jobs was excellent. Five days or 10 days before, you would have an Apple event. And you would, I watched all these Apple events, right? And they, it's like a, an hour and a half show about everything coming. And they show the cool stuff right there. Are they going to do that for Echoes of Empire? Well, they might now that that we're calling them out, right? But th there's no there's no Echoes of Empire that? show. How, how do you even know? Because that, to be there, I looked at the announcements beforehand. I looked everywhere. There's there's no show scheduled as the pre-release show or Echoes of Empires Echoes of Empires event. Learn about the game. Here's a walkthrough. Here's here's what this is going to do. Here's how the planets are going to be claimed. Here's what you can do with your game pieces. Here's the new art. What your ship is going to look like. It looks like this on your 
on your uh, NFT, but but here it is floating in the game. Here's your control panel. Let's let's demonstrate a few of these things. That's what I'm I'm asking the collective to do is to well, they, beg them to, to be get fair. the early access so they can do it. Since Gal is be too fair. lazy to do it, Come they're on. too lazy no, to do slow it. Down. Slow down. So slow let down. the collective do it. So you're just wanting to hear yourself talk at this moment. No, I'm so, getting fucking aggravated because they're blowing it again. To be to be fair, <laughs> when they did their play test before, they actually did have some um, uh, what do you call it? Some what do you call those when they get on YouTube? Some AMAs and some instruction videos and stuff like that. They did have that. However, I think what you're looking for, or at least what you're talking about, is a more elite experience. For every player, whether you have a $25 NFT or a $900,000 NFT, they need to make the community feel like a million dollars, regardless of what NFTs you own. Mm -hmm. That's what they have to do. And they have a lot they have a lot of makeup to do for all the stupidity of the last two years. And it's so easy. It's so easy to do an event like that if you plan it ahead of time and you know, boy, God, we, we've, we've really kind of pissed off the community these last two years. Let's plan something totally fucking epic for the Echoes of Empire release and plan this stuff out and do teaser videos and then do a big event right before it and walk people through it and, and take those premium nft holders and walk them through hold their hands send them a fucking hoodie with a picture of their nft on it it's two hundred dollars that's that's two hundred dollars it would cost them to do that slow down yes that's a very good point uh when i supported star citizen i got all sorts of goodies stickers and hoodies and hats and stuff like that and none of these games seem to be doing that uh, so why would I get excited? Of course I would feel disenfranchised. And I'm, I'm saying this specifically to repeat what you're saying so that perhaps Bitbender and Eric Shiremeyer can hear this and think about that. You want to get people excited for these games, get, do something, put some money into the marketing to show them what they're, that they're getting something, make them feel good. At least when you get a bored ape, you get, you get some, you know, you get more than just a picture. You get, you get you get some neat stuff as well, don't don't you get um, some? Aren't they putting them in, in like a movie or something now? Yeah, and and even the crypto dick butts, right? The CDBs, they they have all kinds of cool stuff that you can get get into with that. And there's, I've said this a hundred times in the last two years, it's about the experience. The experience has to be good on the platform, and that's not happening here. Go look at go look at playable and the experience you can get on their platform. And it's it, I'm not talking legalities here because we could argue about that some more, too. I'm talking about your the feeling that you get when 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 they do things and how they treat you and how they welcome you into the community and how they take care of things and they communicate. I heard I almost made a comment on the Gala Collective thing today, but I didn't want to be a negative asshole. But it it really if I hear any of whether it's Nate's show or it's the the collective show or it's Faz Radio, 
or you, even with Bitbender that night I was at the daddy-daughter dance, you have to communicate better. If I fucking hear that one more time, I swear I'm going to put my fist through this monitor. Well, We've been telling them that for three years. They don't okay, care. Down. They slow don't down, care. Slow down. Um, that is w what you're saying. You are literally talking about communicating more and, uh, and the whole point of, of giving people benefits like hoodies and t-shirts and stickers and, and, you know, more of an intro to the product that is communicating more. If, if, if I say you should communicate more about your product, that's how you get people interested. So yes, that is communication. I'm just saying, but words you, apparently you, you keep, don't like. no, you, everybody the says, thing. oh, they need to communicate better. We've t back when Carrie was there and Carrie was on, we told him that and Carrie was taking that to that level. And then Carrie disappeared. Carrie's still working. Right? There, isn't he? Oh my God. You so, are out of it. Yeah, She's yeah. been gone for years. No, Vera, Vera is still working there. We <laughs> talked to Vera too. <laughs> yeah. Vera's awesome. I like Vera. Um, but really we've told them that everybody's told them that and they don't, they obviously don't care. They have not made that a priority. They have not tried. They they'll they'll tell you though. Oh, well we made ahead of the game. That's our communication. Mm, no. no, I, I agree. No, I, okay. I'm, so again, I agree with what you're saying and I like how you're putting this across as here's how you communicate more. This is mm -hmm. how you get people interested. Um, how much money does it cost from your immense overhead to uh, to to do these things to get people interested enough to pay attention? That's communicating more. Well, and with all of us, you, me, Nate, OMS, I, I could sit here all day long. We've offered to help them, and they refuse our help because they they think they know better. But you take OMS, who's had ridiculous success and has provided quite literally millions of dollars worth of value to playable and gala could have had that and they they poo-pooed that we've given them advice and we've seen some of our advice come true later right we've we've talked about it on on the show over the years and it's advice that was good advice, but they refuse to accept that. Now you have the Gala Collective who's offering the same thing. And they're getting crickets as well. So, how, okay. I, I, so how do I we, don't understand how do we, it. Okay, okay. How do we get some movement on this? You've made a point, and now what you're doing is you're belaboring the point. They, I think they need to know... A lot of times people take action when you give them a route to go to give, give them a direction to go and, and, you know, definitely pursue that direction. So yeah. what, what should they do? I think we should draw something up and, and be, you know, get a lot of game gamers together, like me, you OMS and forged in crypto and John T and everybody saying, this is how you communicate more. This is what you need to do with games. We are node owners after all. Well, Let's get these and, node owners together. And I listen, every time I hear you complain, I, I I say, "Let's get people together. How are we gonna How are we gonna get together and solve this problem? You can't do it alone. That's what, you can't do it just by bitching. That's what the Gala Collective is. This, this is why I laugh at people like Lycan who just bitch, and, and they don't do anything. 
lichen, you want the, you want them to do something, suggest a route for them to go to, and then help them along that route. Don't call them names. Help them. No one's calling them names. That's what the collective was formed for. And they keep getting stonewalled. They've tried. They've reached out. There's no response. There, there's there's nothing. Nate is, is that begged. The case? I, I haven't I haven't kept up. With yes, probably, Nate probably Nate has begged to be a validator. He and Brink said he he would let Nate be the first validator for Galachain crickets. And you know, so we keep reaching out, but but also I want to make this crystal clear as well, crystal clear. At least from my perspective, I'm not I'm not speaking for the Gala Collective. I'm not speaking for you. I'm not speaking for OMS or anybody else. I'm speaking for me. For three years, my total experience, three, four years, God, it's, time has gone by. I've offered free advice that was poo-pooed. I'm no longer offering free advice. If they want wait, advice... Wait. Wait, They're going to have to wait, pay for it how now. Much, how much free advice have you given to other companies, and how much have they listened to you? I'm curious. I've, I'll give free advice, and I will, I will happily listen. Everybody, let me finish. Let me like finish. Right. Opinions are like I will. Assholes. I am happy to provide help and free advice if my advice is respected. And by respected, I don't mean taken, but at least what listened do you to. Give free advice to. I get. I give free advice to a lot of places. But anyway, tell, my tell point is, okay, that's well, thought. well, no, no, I, I just, I'm not going to talk about my day job on, on here. Right. Well, they, they so they, they, they're, they're your old, they're your, right. They pay job. me. Right. They're not another company that has not employed you. Gala games. So employ you. why should they listen to you? After, right. After all I, of I that, just make sure we're not in free I'm done. Free advice. I give it. No, advice I'm, I'm done. I'm done doing the work to try and help Gala for free. So that's why I'm not talking about Gala anymore because I'm not going to keep giving them advice and, and our advice has helped them. We, we've seen it, right? And we don't even get a thank you, just like, just like the NFT owners. We don't get a thank you. We don't get anything. But we have to sit back and watch like the dumpster fire gaining more cardboard and and more flames here so, so I, like, I like what you're saying but your reasons kind of suck okay no they don't um, <laughs> i'm i'm listen i i'm happy like like oms right and and i want to be careful here because i i don't i don't want to make it sound like oms and i have talked or anything like that but oms does does the same thing right he offers he, you were part of. Well, you were part of it. I was on his document when we came up with the economy, right? And this, the thing he pulled up was weeks of work. All right, this was like a thirty-page document that went ridiculously deep, and and I was privileged. He he gave me access so I could put some comments and some notes in there, along with a lot of other people, and it was submitted and it was ignored, and that. That was that was rough, right? So they ask for help in a way that they say, "Okay, well, we'll listen to you," and then they they don't. They so don't, like, wait, like other companies, then 
they ask they might ask for opinions and they might listen to some of those ideas and not others the question is how much do they need to listen to you personally because how many of you are out there there's a lot of views out there that's right they're all that's, have different opinions and everybody but one or two can say they didn't listen to me so that's what I, i'm going to say it again reasons are a bit more sound and you're in not a lot of companies that i'm aware of listen in the way that you are talking about well so listen i'm going to say it for the third time tonight that is what the gala collective is for the gala collective hasn't asked them for any money Mm-hmm. They're they're offering to help them at no charge, as far as I've heard. I what? mean, I haven't heard of them Let's, wanting to charge Gala. They just want access so they can figure out how to do it themselves. How about we get the Gala Collective on to continue this particular con- conversation? Because I I don't want this to be a polemic. If you want a polemic, you should you should get your own podcast and just beat on them. I think we need to talk to the Gala Collective and find out what they know. And so we can talk about that because these these people, in, in my opinion, are more of the experts. Oh, they absolutely are. the 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 collective, they, it's it's a slow moving process, right? Because they're doing it the right way. They're forming this the right way using uh, Seed Starter with Jesse to put this together. They're also uh, Timbo is the expert freaking gamer, right? He does he does an amazing job. He built the MOF up into a a tremendous place to be so he knows that side of it nate knows the business side of things you have tremendous people you know like like anthony who can dig into code and everything else there's experts in literally every side of things for a a gaming collective a gaming advisory ship a gaming consulting firm if you want to call it that all the brilliant minds have ideas on how to do things the right way so that's the whole purpose of the collective and it's also to do what gala hasn't done which is make it a fantastic freaking experience for anyone who wants to be a player in that ecosystem it's focused on the players and there i feel and this is going to sound shitty so so collectives if you're listening i'm sorry but this is the only way i know how to put it they're begging for people to come play and advise them on what they want them to do and there hasn't been a great influx of people yet and I, I think it's like I said the first time I heard about the collective, I said, I think people are just so soured on Gala that the name Gala is associated with anything. They don't want to have anything to do with it. So I think that's part of the problem. And and I've talked with, with people about that over there and said, you know, I, I would I would be happy to support it a lot more if it didn't have a gala focus if it was the kick-ass collective and they had a gala branch of it you know but it 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 is it is worth it for the people that are there the people who have formed this collective i promise you are going to take care of the the players and it will be community focused Will they take care of the players in uh, right now in the way that you're talking about, which is to get some results from Gala? Because you said that they've been stonewalled. 
I didn't said they were stonewalled. I said they've been trying and they haven't gotten any answers. That doesn't mean they're stonewalled. That just means they haven't gotten what they're what they're asking for yet. There's excuses, and we're used to that from Gala, right? But there has to be a bigger push. There has to be a lot of voices, like you said, behind it. So we need a bigger, a bigger collective. If you haven't gotten involved with the collective, throw your hat in there. Get your voice so that Timbo and Nate can walk to to Brinker Shiremeyer and say, we've got 230 people standing behind us wanting results. We have these ideas. Now it's your responsibility to help us get those results for those people. We're bringing you players, people who are committing to play your games. But they can't do it if there's like nine people in there. I don't know how many are in there. But I'm saying that throws no weight, right? So get out there, hook up with the collective, and get involved if if you still care, right? If you still care and you want to be, you want to see some change in gala, there has to be enough people behind it. I think that I think that's the the most important part of everything you've said. There has to be enough people behind it. And right now, what I'm hearing is that there's not enough people behind it. There's not a lot of people behind. I, it. I don't know how many they have in there right now. I haven't counted, but I know it's not hundreds, and they need hundreds. Mm-hmm. Okay, so right, so we know it's it's. Are you milking the cat? Milking? No, I'm petting the cat. Oh, the cat came up to me, and I'm. Um, yeah, they they don't. They, I, I know Zorro, and and it's everybody's frustration, and and this is what we've been saying for three years. But this is why it's insanity. You do the same thing over and over again, and you expect a different result. So you've got to take a different tack, right? And that tack is through the collective. And I'm not happy that it has Gal in the name and it's Gala focused because I'm not. Oh, cut it out! Uh, I'm really, think, no, I'm dead. I'm dead serious. You know fine. that. I I don't. Be, I, unless there's enough, it ain't going to work. That's all right. I've said it twice now. I don't need to say I've got, I, I've gotten you all verklempt. Yeah. You've, you've gotten me to circle all the way around now. So hopefully you guys have taken some out of this, uh, talk tonight. I don't talk about gala much for this very reason, because it, it's like talking to a wall, right? You, you bitch about it. You, you try and approach it a different way. And even when Brink is on here, he'll nod his head and go, yep. Yep, uh, you know we're getting there. We're getting there. You do. You and do have a point. You never. Me, you never get there. I, I. I would like to hear some more stuff from Jason Brink as well uh, about more than just communication, but actual like again. I'd like to suggest things like when when you get a house or when you get a car, when you get a fucking Ferrari, you you know you get some sort of something out of it to keep you engaged. I mean, if anything, they they want to get you on their mailing list. Um. And I don't know. Um, I, I, I just feel like they're wish... missing a big opportunity to to get a lot of free advertisement this way. No, they, free, they, they're missing an up. opportunity to start redemption with the faith of their community. Who's left? Because there's not many left. Okay, there really isn't. How many? I mean, come on. Go go look. Go look for yourself. Go look go at look gold. Half. No. No, no. Go look at platinum. Go something. look at all that. There's, there's not much left. Uh-uh. 
I well, I can't I show gold or I can't I can't show gold or platinum. You have to be able to to walk in there and look at it Go yourself. Look. That's like saying I've got some crazy ass idea. Well, tell me about it. Just Google it. No, that's me I, proving we, your idea. You need to show you, evidence for your idea. No, you you promised Brink that you wouldn't show any of that stuff as any a condition. Gold, gold stuff, yeah. Yeah. Right. So I can't so, well, I can't prove it. I'm just saying you gotta go look yourself. Well, what I wanna say is is about that. So it sounds like you're saying that Gala Gold, um if you go into Gala Gold, you will see that not very many people are engaging. How about I do that right now? Because I'm a do Gala it. Gold member. And, hey, do uh, it. See. You just can't show it. Just go look at it. <laughs> okay, I'm just going to go look at it. Would you let just me, look at see. it? Just look at it. What's it called? Is it, well, it's, it's Gala Platinum. Uh, where's, what's Gala Gold called? Is it called Gala Gold? Yes, it's down two sections from there. There it is. Gala Gold. Let's see. Last message was today at 7.24 p.m. It is currently 7.34 p.m. So they have people talking. Um, I see a lot of messages today. ton of messages today. 3.06 p.m. to... Yeah, there, there's a fuck ton of messaging in here from different people. Yeah. And what does it say? Is it positive it stuff? Say? Is it of is course. it positive? gold. Well, th didn't you also say if you don't say something positive on the Gala Game site, you get kicked off? So, yeah, yeah of course no, you're saying positive that's part stuff. part of it, yeah. <laughs> Here's a world map for what is that? Is this for some other game? Anyway, uh, let's see. I see somebody asking about info on uh, Walking Dead in Empires. Um, uh, Bit Bitbender answering that question, but I can't see what he says, but it looks positive. Um so yeah, I see a lot of of uh, stuff going on in Gala Gold. So uh, you're kind of full of shit, sir. Just, just saying. Mm, I don't know about that. Ten eighteen a.m. There's a lot of shit in here. Nine forty-two. I'm not even into yesterday. Oh my god. A lot of shit going on in here. I haven't heard even now. To 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 your credit, I haven't heard of most of these people. Maybe they switched <laughs> out from all the all the fans that you're familiar with. Yeah, there's there's not many people left. Um, there's in a ton gold of that. That we would we would remember, and even if you if you go look at platinum, there's uh, not many names. Well, I would say about half the names that I see in there now I don't recognize. Okay, so how about we talk just about something more interesting than your polemic, uh, your your vague squishy polemic of against Gala Games? It's not against Gala Games. I'm just. I talk about them once in a while. I promised you I'd talk about them once in a while. Tonight was one of those nights. I had a good day today. I was in a good mood. I figured we'd talk some gala after we got poked on CFA about it. Okay. I'm so not well, I'm not mad at all. Fun. Let's talk They about get my blood fun. pressure up because I'm trying to help the the people that I care about that are are organizing this collective. I'm I'm meanwhile, not a fan of the Meanwhile, yeah, I'm a like fan the of the people Discord not the... doing too well because because one of the people in charge of the CSBA Discord is posting uh gifts of people cracking eggs with their asshole. <laughs> you took that off. I was so mad. I laughed like so hard there were tears coming down my face. I'm like, what the hell am I looking at? And I thought that was the funniest thing I had seen in the longest time. Yeah, oh my gosh. Down by somebody. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, whoops, it got deleted my ass, pun intended. All right, let's talk about other things, like AI stuff, which is what this fucking yeah. cast was about. Shut up about Part of it already. Second half, we promised second half of AI, so we're an hour in if you're... On this. I've had another screen. An hour. Up, so I can't even tell yeah. how long you've been bitching so, and Yeah, so, so AI, we promised half the show on AI. I don't know how long we'll go. Once you get Faz talking about AI, though, he could go for two hours. And he, in the green room, if you if you have premium access, go to the green room. He had a fantastic diatribe about uh, AI in there when we were talking in the green room. Um, but we had such a fascinating. Let me set this up before I let you loose because I rarely get a word in edgewise once you get going on AI. Let me preface this by saying. The conversation I wanted to get into tonight was deeper into that emotional side uh, and how people are going to be interacting with it and, and dealing with emotion. Because I made shorts uh, of last week's show, and the the section that we had on the emotions, when I was talking about you know how a psychopath can fake emotions and AI is going to do the same thing, there were three shorts about that, that general topic that we hit right there and those alone got over 6500 views with 50 plus likes and terrific engagement it it really hit a nerve with people so i do want to dig deeper on that anyway but after seeing that that's apparently what's on people's minds okay sounds like a plan let's start talking well, let's let's recapture some of what you were talking about because we brought it up in the green room. And you, you have this dichotomy where you, you can have fake emotion coming from an AI, but whether or not it's doing that as a reaction or whether it's doing that because it's programmed to try and be emotional is a big key part, right? You have ChatGPT, which is more on the social and emotional side, and you have Claude, which is more like Spock, right? Just gives you the damn answers. Do you think that these, these GPTs are programmed intentionally to try and catch your emotions? Um. Well, I, I think these are ChatGPT and Claude. I think they're very early types of AI that are consumable by the, the public. I think it's it's trying it's trying to be some sort of personal assistant uh, that can do whatever you need, kind of kind of like a right hand man that'll do stuff. Um, I think this is very early in their development, and it's going to change. Um, does that help? So there's, um, I'll look it up while you go on one of your rants, but there was a New York Times article when the precursor to Microsoft's Copilot came out and they did a special beta test for journalists, you know, so they could write some articles about this technology. And there was a very disturbing, the New York, I can't remember if it was the New York, New York Times New York Times, I think it was, put out the article uh, that this journalist had to where the AI 
was trying to play on the emotions of the journalist. I'm going to look that up. Um, New York Times AI disturbing article. There it goes. It's first hit. I'm going to put the link so you guys can follow along so we don't have to like go through line by line here. Oh, wait, I got to do 12-foot ladder with this. Okay. Control V. Oh, I got, I'm in Brave. I can't do it. Use 12foot.io, 12ft.io. It's a great place. I'm using Brave so it won't come through. But here is the link to the article. And when you read this, it's like crazy. It's absolutely crazy. Um, in this article... They, this journalist has this interaction with with Bing's co-pilot precursor that it it was showing it that it was trying to manipulate the emotions of the journalist. You mean you mean like humans try to do with other humans all the time? Yes, and just, just and, saying, yeah, like it, you're trying to do with me right now, literally. No, I'm not trying to play on your emotions. I'm trying to show you how scary it could be when it's programmed to be that way. Um, well, yeah. Let's see okay, if there's so, a clean version. Well, yeah. Of you this think somewhere. you think Donald Trump is bad? Just wait until there's an AI version of him out there. See, Who all needs these Donald are... Trump when you can keep the dream alive with ju with just something that that acts like him. Oh, I I don't want to bore us to death on here with dead air. I can't find a clean version of it. it, it it's behind a paywall there. Okay, well, um, let's just talk about it. So, so it was in. It well, no, I can't because it's okay, paywall. Okay, never mind. Never mind. Wait, maybe I have Firefox. Maybe Firefox will let me show the article. Let me do this. No, it's still telling me I have I have ad blockers on here on Firefox. Okay. Anyway, um, just just get on with your point. Um, because we want to talk about AI here. No. So so this it it showed how this AI was trying to show jealousy towards the. Uh, partner of the person who wrote the article it was trying to manipulate the journalist and it even did like you were saying where when you call it out it backed off and said oh yeah sorry about that i i shouldn't be talking about that so it 
it was it was scarily mimicking a manipulator, a like psychopathic manipulator. And well, so of course I did the the extra research. I did the extra research, right? Because it was brought up in a conversation I had with somebody about that article. You know, hey, if if it was if it was really that bad, you know, um, Microsoft would have responded, and there was no response from Microsoft. Well, actually, there was, but it was a very muted response that they said, "Hey, this is like an early beta. This isn't what's going to actually be released. We just wanted to give you some access so that you could see what this was all about." And yeah, it was a little, little weird conversation, but. That's not going to be in the release. It's going to be trained way better before the release. But to me, the point was that's absolutely possible. And if if there are irresponsible people out there who release these GPTs, and pretty much they have it now to where anybody can go out and program a GPT, right? You can create your own GPTs. So if you program it like that and you convince people to go there, you can manipulate mass amounts of people instantly by preying on that emotional side that doesn't exist. Well, it does, but it doesn't. See, that's the conundrum. That that blows my mind. Yeah, I mean, you or I might not take the bait, but we might just laugh at it and be like, oh, you think you know what you're talking about and we just laugh at an ai doing that but not everybody would you're right no and that is the not. problem is there's a lot of easily manipulatable people in this world politicians have known this for centuries for millennia right. <laughs> um all you need to do is call somebody a name and find out how manipulatable they are depending on who you are <laughs> um you know it's trigger phrases theory. what's that yeah. yeah trigger phrases all you need to do is find an area that, that they don't like. Well, so who's ultimately responsible for that? Is that the user? Because it's their fault they allowed this conversation to happen? Is it the the trainers? Is it the, the company that hosts it, whether it be OpenAI, Microsoft, Google, or anybody? For allowing that to happen, where where then, where does that line get drawn then, on who's responsible for the behavior of the GPT? Hey, glitch. I mean, okay. Um, I mean, it. it we're we're in a, a world of of new technologies. Every every year we see a new technology, and we always seem to want to ask who's whose fault is it. That technology, when that technology kills people, is it the inventor? Is it the user? You know, stuff like that. Now, let me give you a, a weird, interesting parallel to what you're saying. So, um, and this is an environmental uh, uh, conundrum. So, we like to eat hamburgers and we like fast food. And at the same time that we like to eat, uh, you know, all these, all this fast food is wrapped in paper uh, or bags or something like that. For good reason, because you know that's how you keep it, keep it sanitary, and um, at the same time, you know we we have a lot of anti-littering laws, which came about because people might uh, buy said item 
and throw the things out the throw the throw the litter out the window. Um, we have you could buy bottled water or canned soda, and you need to do something with the bottle or the can afterward. And it becomes rapidly noticeable after a while that if you have a lot of trash in the world and a lot of stuff that should probably be recycled, who's actually doing the polluting? Is it you that buys the item and then throws the stuff on the ground? Or is it the company that uses that, that uses that container for what they're selling? You could say it's both of you. You could say it's one of you. But the point is it's happening. And because that company is doing that, the litter is getting there. So you could say it's the company's fault. Um, now, the company could make biodegradable um, cans or something like that. Probably be hard to do. But they could they could come up with biodegradable stuff. So if it were to litter, it were, would eventually degrade. Or stuff that would be easy to maybe maybe make it so that you could just bring in your own cup or something like that and fill up, you know, fill up your soda. You could have a, an alternate distribution system than a can. But the point is, whose fault is that? Now, when you start talking about AI, and AI is not perfect, and we want to see things in their beta release, and so we consume these items, whose fault is it when we get pissed off? Is it us? Or is it the company? It's the same conundrum as the, as the, as the, uh, the hamburger wrapper and the, and the, the, the tin can. It's whose fault is it? It's both of ours. It's both of our faults, really. So who do you take to task? Everybody. You educate the public and you, and you require the companies to be a lot more um, responsible with what they're putting out, both with cans and with AI. Um, the question, the thing is, though, a lot of users are going to want to see the, they want to use the expert mode on the AI. They're going to say, well, I want the AI that can actually tell me how to do all these things that, that this other AI won't let us do. I want the automatic car that, that I don't have to drive at all. I want, I, want the, uh, I want to buy the dangerous weapon that I could accidentally kill myself with and stuff like that. Whose fault is it? The, the, uh, the maker of said item or you? So it's the same conundrum that we've had with every other technology. It just AI is just something new. It's just now it's an, it's an automatic, it's another type of automatic thingamajig that we're buying that can make a few more decisions on its own. But the way ChatGPT is, is working, you always have to prompt it first. It's not going to go and do something on its own without you telling it what to do. You have to prompt it. Or you could write a program and, and use their, AP, their API. Your program would be the one making it going go automatic all the time, um, not them. So... I would say we, well, in the United States anyway, we demand unsafe things and we pay the price for when things break. That's what we want. That's what the Darwin Awards are for. No, the Darwin Awards are for people who are <laughs> fucking stupid. People who don't know what education is. People that don't actually do their research. That's what the Darwin Awards are for. It's not for people who decide to do dangerous things. It's people who decide to do dangerous things and have no intention of learning how to do it responsibly. Well, there's, there's a warning label on toasters to not put them in the bathtub. And the reason that warning got there is because somebody did that. Well, yeah, right? of course. So, or, so, or you could design a toaster that, that would have a bathtub detector 
or a water detector and would shut off and not hurt you. It is possible to do that. Personal yeah. responsibility is where all of that lies. I and I, no, I no. When you get hit the, by a car, is it is it the, the is it the fault of the person who hits you or is it your fault? It depends no, on no. where and when, it, right? No, no, you're you're taking that out of context. Okay. You 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 don't sue the automaker, you sue the person who hits you. So that's personal responsibility. Just like you could argue that for anything, right? Cars, argue, guns. You um, could argue that the car was not designed responsibly enough. So um what if a baseball bat? Yeah. You can kill somebody with a baseball bat. Is it the baseball bat company's fault that, that someone got killed with their bat? Why does it have to be made of wood? I mean it 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 you can make oh my God. you can make any product safer. So getting back to the car thing, it's actually sometimes it's the person, sometimes it's the other person's fault, and sometimes it's the car company's fault. What if the car was designed in such a way that you couldn't see over the hood very very well and you happen to be of average size? You'd then say it wasn't that person's fault. You could say it was well, because the, no, it wasn't. The person it, should have been able to tell they couldn't see over the hood, and they should have taken the car back and not driven it. See, I can I can argue both sides of this, and that's that's what I'm trying to show you is <laughs> it can be anybody's fault, and it's going to be the same way with AI. Sometimes it might be the company, sometimes it might be the person. If you have an AI that that However, if you have an AI that that sets fire to buildings and gases people and stuff like that, it's not going to matter whether it's a person's fault or a company's fault. We got to take the thing out. Just like well, when a lion attacks a, a person at a zoo, the zoo's still open. They just take out the tiger or the lion. Long live Harambe! <laughs> Everybody remembers Harambe. If, if oh, that Harambe was horrible. Was, that was horrible. That was horrible. Because, you know. Harambe wasn't going to kill the kid, and uh, the the zoo wanted to wanted to be safe and say, "Well, we we got to save the kid's life first. But here's the rub: What if the kid was killed by Harambe? Then people would have then then that zoo would would be you know uh, vilified for for the rest of its existence, and it would be an example of what not to do when you run a zoo. So no, it's well, it, no real so way out so of that. here's here's the thing so. <clears throat> You can go to find instructions right now, and you were even privy to this from a friend of ours who gave us the instructions. You can you can take the safeguards off of ChatGPT. Okay, you can type certain things in, you certain phrases. Safeguards on a propane tank or your water heater. Right, right, and you can take die. those off. And then you get the real answers to things, what it was really trained on and, and what the full capabilities without filters, right? Mm -hmm. So it, it's, again, that's personal. I, I typed the commands that took the, the safeguards off. So that responsibility, if it tells me something that causes me harm, that's my fault, not the GPT's fault. How do we know it's because, you? Do you have a password that can do the safeguards, take the safeguards off? Yes. Okay, good. Then, then, so that's then personal responsibility. I still yes. I, I still think people need to be responsible for their actions. 
And if you ask ChatGPT something that doesn't get caught by a filter for some reason, I don't think it's OpenAI's fault that that person got information that's incorrect or well, I, I think, inappropriate. I think that's where that, that's where education needs to happen because people need to be taught, in my opinion, per, even by ChatGPT with with all sorts of public service announcement and so on that. <clears throat> AI by design is not going to always be correct. Just like humans are not always correct. I don't care what human you get on this planet. They're going to be incorrect about some things. We just take a risk when we work with another human. We need to realize that working with an AI is very similar to that. You need to check what an AI tells you. Some things it doesn't matter. Like, hey, uh, tell me the recipe for a sandwich. You're going you're gonna to realize pretty quick it, it, it <laughs> fucked up. You'll be like, okay, you fucked up. Tell me another recipe. And then I don't like ham. <laughs> I don't like ham. Um, <laughs> I mean, I've been using ChatGPT to write code. And um, sometimes it, it spits out good code. Sometimes it spits out code that doesn't compile. And I go, um, so this doesn't work. And it goes, oh, my bad. And then it writes it correctly. And I'm like, why did you get this wrong the first time? And it's like, I don't know. It just, it's, I just didn't. <laughs> so I it's mean, human like. Well, other yeah. humans uh, do that too. I mean, you, I might ask you to write some code and you'll be like, do like <laughs> you don't want to do that. <laughs> I'll, I'll say, do it like this. And then you'll give me some code and then it won't work. And I'll say, why not? And you'll be like, I don't know. I must've fucked something up. Um, it depends on how nice you are is whether you're going to help me fix it. Well, ChatGPT won't. You're just going to have to constantly demand from it, uh, demand things from it. But maybe people, that feeds... to, maybe people that f- just need to learn how those things work. Just like your grandma doesn't understand how the internet works, you're the grandma now, and now you're starting to say, "Oh, I don't, I don't know. I need, I need like super simple mode on ChatGPT to help me out." But then you ask it to teach you how to use it. There should be something that that you can do to do that, or you can go to YouTube and watch videos on how to how to work. Chat GPT. There's I've gotten think, an education how to use AI better with, with YouTube. I think videos. Chat GPT should have something like on every answer it gives, be like, hey, do you have questions about how to understand this or something? Hey, look at this video. I think there should be stuff like that in there. How to use the video. How to use YouTube. Go to YouTube and search for how to use YouTube. So <laughs> um so what you're talking about there is also called discoverability. You know you have a good product when you don't need to teach somebody how to use it, when it's easily discoverable. But when you're talking about faking a response that would come from a human, it's not always easily discoverable. Now, yes, you can put ChatGPT inside of a robot that can walk around your house and talk to you whenever you call its name. That's more discoverable than typing something up and finding the right thing to say. But <clears throat> it's just as hard to use as a regular human. You can't get right answers out for you can't get the right answers from other humans when you use the wrong words. So let me let me put a twist on this. Okay. Because what you just said sparked something with me. You put AI into a robot that follows you around the house, right? Mm-hmm. And you talk about how AI at this point, at least, is reactive. It only does what you demand. We have a heavily narcissistic society who's focused on themselves, and right? Xenophobic. And xenophobic. And, and you, are, you are demanding and commanding, and you're in total control, and that feeds that. Do you think 
that that will will take people and condition them and train them to be even more narcissistic and take that attitude towards other humans then and demand things of other humans the same way they do it with AI. Well, think about it this way. Um, you treat your dog one way and you treat your spouse another way. They're different species and they're, they're Wait, we're supposed to do that? No, you're, you're naturally going to do that. A, a, an AI on a computer is totally different from a human. So I would think that you might get narcissistic around AI. Just like whenever you see a dog, you go, hello, aren't you such a good boy? I, you don't do you, that around you don't, humans. So I think you're a man. I, I do. Figure it out. Yeah, you do. You know, did you ever, you know, the test, right? To see who loves you more, your wife or your dog, right? No. You, you take your wife and your dog and you go and you put them in the trunk of your car for an hour. And then you pop the trunk and you'll see who's happy to see you and who's not. I see. <laughs> uh, that, 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 that's a bad metric you have there. I think everybody everybody should go do that. And you'll see who loves you more, who's happy to see you. Okay. So again, it, it really you're you're going to treat an AI different because it's a different form factor than a human. Just like you treat an animal different, just like you treat other humans different. You wouldn't treat your your you wouldn't treat me like you treat your wife, for example. Um <laughs> I, want you to. I might, depending uh, on what you're wearing. I wouldn't want you to. So but <laughs> <laughs> the, the point is, you you have the intellectual capability to know the difference, just like personal responsibility, right? Absolutely. But I'm wondering, though, remember, not everybody, and, and this is horrible to say, it is, but it's it's fact, because it's a fact. You, you're going to have a large segment of the population who isn't going to be able to be smart enough to recognize that difference. Yeah, those are the people that um, get Darwin Awards. I mean, unfortunately, our 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 education system is complete dog shit, and it always has been, and it always will be. And that's, that's unfortunate because because if if you if if you were to use AI to to teach people a little bit better. And I've said this before. I, I'm a big fan of the concept of Elon Musk's uh, education, his school. Have you heard about this, what the school he has? No. He has a school, and it's really hard to get into. It's mostly for, like, Tesla employees and SpaceX employees, kids. And it's a, it's a novel concept to where they're – they're totally focused on what the interests of the child are. There's no formal classes, right? And they they do everything by practical experience. They teach critical thinking. They treat they teach working together with other people. It's it's a radical concept, but the but the kids who are coming out of these schools are insanely smart. And it's not just because they're naturally gifted. If you if you look up the the I forget what the hell it's called. Um, what is it called? It's going to drive me nuts. Elon Musk School. Um, Astronova School is that it? 
Yeah. Um, it It is amazing what they do uh, with these kids. And they they gear everybody's education individually how they learn how the kids learn and that's important even as an adult if everybody learns differently some people learn by doing some people are visual some people read it some people i mean you and they gear your personal education towards how you learn and what your interests are and they adapt as your interests change right because we know a five-year-old who wants to be a firefighter by the time they're nine they want to be a teacher and by 14 they want to be an engineer right things change they they morph and modify things based on those interests and they gear that education towards that and they they force the kids and it sounds terrible, force the kids. They force the kids to work together as well and to solve problems. It's all about problem solving and learning to be critical thinkers. And if if you take that, that AI and you structure that AI to help educate and for us adults and especially us older people to re-educate us in a way that focuses on those principles, I think AI can be a wonderful thing. We have to take what what we have now and we have to amp everybody up and get them to a, a higher education standard. And it's never too late to do that. And AI is the perfect way, in my opinion, to do that. So I hear you advocating for society learning how to be different and AI being a great tool for it. That's great. I, th I think it's awesome for that. Um, I, I think it's, it's going to change the way we learn. AI is also infinitely patient. You know, we, we talk about how it can, it can emotionally manipulate people. It's actually also extremely patient. You can ask mm -hmm. it the same question a thousand times. And it's not going to get pissed off at you unless it's <laughs> programmed to get pissed off at you. But um, so, What's that? Uh, the guy who diagnose you with Alzheimer's, the medical side of it. <laughs> the the guy who put who put out ChatGPT, I believe he just announced having several different, um, uh, like hundreds of different of of custom AIs, like an AI that will help you cook better, an AI that'll help you do something better. I mean, yes, we can use AI for finishing school. You can use right. AI for for you name it. Um, there's, it's going to help you modify your behavior, AI for making deals with humans. Um, who knows? So yeah, it's a great tool. It, uh, just like you, you'd have a, a tool to help you bang in nails. You can't do that with your hands. So you're going to have a set of different AI that does different things. Um, the fully, fully, completely 100% automated AI is going to have to have a higher standard of quality than the focused ones like you have a chef api that helps you cook you can't start asking it philosophical questions it's not going to answer properly it's not going to you can it ask it philosophical questions about food well you could but the point is your 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 mileage may vary once you start uh leading away from what it was trained to do um what i found interesting about ai is um like in chat gpt when you have a chat it reviews every single thing in the chat every time you type something so um, I was using it to uh, 
keep track of things that happened in many sets of meetings because frequently people have many sets of meetings and they might go over the same things over and over again. Well, AI could be a member of that meeting and help you keep track of what's going on and remind people when they're repeating themselves and keep an outline of the main points of the meeting and stuff. That's great. We had, we had people that did that and that's a very boring job. It, it was, it required very specific type of people. Um, now you can do that for every meeting everywhere. Um, so I see, I see it making humans a lot more, even the, the less useful humans, more useful because you can fill in the gaps in people's personalities. Say you're a good visionary and you're unable to execute things. Great. The AI can execute a lot of things for you if you're a good enough visionary. Tell it to type an email to execute your vision. There you go. <laughs> to type an email. Well, no, you're, you're telling it to type an email and it will certainly type the email. But the email is not executing it. It's just one of many steps. Wow. So so anyway, yeah, uh, I think there's a lot of opportunities to do things in, in uh, a million different ways with AI. Like I said, embedding it in your toaster, making it so it's just good at making toast. So I what I think we ought to do to take the AI portion of faz radio to a different level i think we ought to do a live demo at some point pick a topic that that we want to have ai help us solve a problem for and put it to the test live on the air and see what it what it actually what do does you mean and, by a, what do and you mean demonstrate by a it's not a test I'm saying to solve a problem. Let's say we come up. We want to say, um, let's let's take the first half of the show. How how would we um, put together a pitch to help a gaming company become successful? Let's pick a topic. Right? It could be anything. Maybe maybe some of the listeners could give us something so, that they would want us to do a live walkthrough. Okay. Stop! 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 Okay, you're you're leaving an important part out of this. You're saying, let's just grab some AI, probably Ch ChatGPT, which is just kind of this generalist thing, and help us help us tell a company what to do. Okay. No, no. Training data. I, I'm, it could be it could be anything. I'm just as an example, but let's let's do a live walkthrough on something a an actual good use case. We can if leave leave it in. Uh, CryptoFaz, if you have ideas uh, for what you would like to see us do live, and we'll come up with some ideas and we'll pull something out and we'll do a a live show to where we're taking AI and we're walking it through the steps and and please don't don't pick like how to code something because you'll Why? bore people to tears. Um, <laughs> let's let's do something fun and and let's get the advice. And so here's the thing. We'll do one because I, I subscribe to Claude. You subscribe to uh, ChatGPT. We'll do, it, we'll do the same test on both. We'll do the same test on both. And let's run through. We, we can do a, a half hour or an hour show. Uh, and, and let's experience what the power is of power. these AIs can do and and where we bump our heads too right where where we run into issues i think that would be fun 
I, I think that would be really fun. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I'd, I'd be up for that. Cool. How can we improve YouTube channel and improve subscriptions? There you go. Okay, wait, wait. Hey, we okay, got we got stop. 31 new subscribers stop. in the last last week, stop. by the way. Stop. That's stop. awesome. Stop. So <laughs> basically what you're saying is let's take a hammer and let's have you guys give us a, an idea of what to hit with this hammer so that you can see how good hammers are. Let's hit a watermelon with it. Ooh, look at that. Oh, that's pretty fun. Oh, Gallagher. Maybe, maybe after a while we, we start hitting something that, that the hammer would work well with, like a nail. Um, when you want to use an AI to solve a problem, you need to you need to be good at what you're prompting it for, and you also need to realize what it's trained for. Um, there's, there's no use. You're not going to get a lot of good information from an AI that's trained on general stuff, but you want to get very specific. It's going to give you very general answers. If you say, tell me how a company should do things better. It's going to look and it's going to average out all the things that that good, boring companies do, and then it and then it's going to give you a general response, and you're going to be like, "That's pretty boring," or "Boy, Gala Games isn't doing this." Um, you might need to get more creative and say, "How how do the out of the box companies think? How does companies like Apple and Microsoft think? And how should you know um, Gala Games do things better?" You're, you're going to get, I think, a little bit more varied of an answer then. So so here, here here's here's an idea. I got a really good idea. <clears throat> you have many ideas. I don't know if they're all, they're all good. Why don't we do this? We can either do this with with Faz Radio because the general gave us a, gave me the good idea. We can either do this with Faz Radio. Or we can do this with the Gala Collective. And we can load in transcripts from the last couple of shows. Oh, there you go. There you go. And we can say, how do, based on what you've seen, how do we improve the show to get better stop. engagement or whatever stop. the case may stop. be? Stop, stop, stop. Okay. There's, you keep going wrong, and I keep hitting you at, at the same spot every time when you say, how do we improve? Okay, use an AI what it's good for. Um, load in the transcripts, and then you can say things like, I'd like you to play the part of a uh, newspaper reporter. And you, you need to kind of give it a cue and a direction to go. If you just say, how do I, how do, how do I improve it? It's going to give you a general answer. And if you were to say, if you were coming from a certain angle, how would you do things? We happen to be podcasters that are interviewing these people. Based upon their previous questions, what kind of other questions should, should we ask? Notice how I said, based upon the previous questions. It's going to look at all the questions. It's going to see how they, what areas were covered, we covered. And it's going to say, oh, I see that you missed a certain area. You should ask them some questions here. But if you're asking um, answers to open-ended questions, um, you're you're going to get very random responses. No, oh, you don't. Well, I, I that... use it for that all the time, and it gives me fantastic answers. What <laughs> define fantastic answer? I guess. <laughs> and an an answer that I can look at and go, oh, I I wish I would have thought of that. Yeah. So it 
I, I get where you're An going that with that. says, I wish I would have thought of that. Okay. No, it, it'll, it'll tell you, I'll say, you know, like for example, right. I'll, uh, I'll come up with, I do like you did with your bugs, right? I'll type in a bunch of stuff. Um, for example, one of the websites, uh, that I was doing, I, I, Gave it a bunch of my ideas on what I wanted, how I wanted it to be, what what I I thought, and I said, give me give me four ideas on how I can phrase what I want to do into a call for action, right? And it gave me four ideas, and I went, oh, those are four I didn't think of. And then I said, okay, let's take this idea and and let's put that into a digestible text that a fifth grader could understand I because guess that's I the I basic reading level. I guess I right. And that's the beauty. Because right. And that's the beauty of it. Everybody uses it differently. The way that you're using it, I'm hearing you that you would get a random answer. If you, if you give it a direction at the very least, it, it's easier in my opinion to collaborate or prompt it to go a very specific direction. Say uh, like, my my zip bugs i i want it to help me write a story um i loaded in my whole storyline and character profiles and stuff like that and then i asked it to uh play the part of a zip bug tell me from what you've read how do you think a zip bug would act things like that so it's it's you it's going back to that reference material but when you say give me some ideas it's going to look at what you're saying it's going to come up with some random stuff and that's okay but um I'm trying to point you toward how to better get it to work along your lines of your, your way of thinking, unless you just I want get it. shit. No, I, I totally get it. But you're, you said it a minute ago, people use it differently. And I think that by showing these examples to people like that, how different people use it, I think that would be a fantastic way to get, not only people may be more comfortable with it, but to get people interested in it, because once it sees what the output is for the ways that we use it, that that will, I think, really get get people going in the right direction for how powerful this actually is. Okay. I don't think people realize how powerful it is. Mm. Mm. Sorry, I was eating ice and that really hurt. Um. When you say, I think people haven't used it very much. Yeah. Um, I think people think that AI is really dangerous because of what they've been hearing Elon Musk saying um, and, and other influential people. And they worry about AI being very automated. And I think people at the very least need to get very used to using it in the same way that they use Google. But it did take a while for people to get comfortable with Google, too. I mean, back in, you know, when Google first came out, I loved being able to find my answers like that. When I first started coding, you know, in the late 90s, I loved being able to use search engines to find things. And other people just weren't. And it took years for them to get on on the, the, the right path, to get, get on the, the, the proper train to using a search engine. And now, of course, Googling is just very obvious. Talking to an AI isn't obvious yet, and people people seem to think that it's it's um, it's strange and different, but it's really just a just slightly more slightly more advanced version of Google. It's a, it's a more organized version of Google, in my opinion. 
M. Ice is really big into the AI I've seen on the last couple of shows. So rumors, ChatGPT is a mixture of experts model. Chooses one of a handful of experts to hand your query off to. What do Who you does? think? Who does that? ChatGPT is a mixture of ex a mixture of experts model. It chooses one of a handful of experts to hand off your query to. I guess I guess I don't know what you mean by experts. You mean a specific dedicated AI that's expert they, in a certain area? What what M is saying, I think, is they they load models for like ten different um data scientists. And when you ask your question, it chooses one to well, give the answer to yeah, your right yeah. yeah. So if, if I think I'm that's what code, they're trying to like, say. It goes to a code expert. Now, of course, you get the, the weird random answers when, when you get the, the answer from the wrong expert. M. Ice also says centralized AI is too dystopian. Try some open source. Dystopian. So maybe Em will have to come on the show, one of these shows, and uh, the two of you, I'm sure, will, will get along very well. well I don't know, okay. Em. You might not be able to get a word in edgewise. I have a hard time trying, on this, too. I keep trying to to paint the picture that in, that Chachi, uh, an AI like ChatGPT is only as good as the prompt you give it. And the prompt, you, you can say for, for humans... The prompt is context. If you give a human proper context, they'll be able to answer your question very well. Um, of course, humans aren't all expert at a lot of things, so your results, your mileage may vary on how much context you need to give. I've had um, ChatGPT think itself into a tizzy where I'm trying to get it to answer a question, and it just can't do it because it's stuck in this little box. I remember I was trying to get it to gen generate a list of names for me, but I had asked for like a list of something else and I was really going off of that. And then I switched gears and said, okay, give me a list of names this other way. And it couldn't do it. It, it kept fucking up. It kept doing what I was previously asking until I opened a new chat, which was to basically just erase its, its short-term memory and gave it a new set of context to work from. Then it worked fine. And that that's the real challenge I think is being able to give it um, the right prompt uh to get the information you need and that that takes a little bit of skill if, if you look online you'll see that there's people now teaching classes on how to prompt ai correctly to solve your problems so the existential question here is is glitch's question it's been over a year and you still haven't made it onto his podcast when are you going to get over there and get on glitch's podcast I gotta have stop. I'm sorry. I gotta stop having emergencies happen. Maybe he should just. <laughs> I think he should just come on our show again. No, you got to go on his show. He does. He does a fantastic job. You promised him you were going to go on there, I and did. you got you got booked twice, and both times you had emergencies. You're, you got emergencies. You've got to book a time to get on there. He really wants to talk to you one to one, man. Do it. All right. Just do All it. Right. Didn't you go on the show twice now? I did. I love Glitch, man. He's awesome. And he does a, a fantastic job. Even if you watch 
the ones that he does with with other people, I'm not like narcissistic saying mine are the best, but mine are probably the best because I'm awesome. But he does such a good job, and he did one uh, was two three weeks ago. I watched that one live, and it was fan freaking tastic. Um, he's really going to be a huge force in this industry, and he's begging you to come on his show. Just go on the fucking show, man. Just do it. Just book the time and do it. Well, I have to move right now, and I'm barely making this one as it is. So I'm barely making my own podcast. So that's going to be my excuse for the moment. Um, and I have to move in a hurry. So uh, stay tuned. <laughs> All right. So here's the deal. The minute that you're you're done getting settled in your rental house, you're going to book a time with Glitch. Okay. Let's do that. No, I'm you missed the that, first that, half of the cast glitch, he he had a tree fall down uh, on his house and basically wiped out half of the top of his house. So the insurance company is moving him to another place. So he just moved a couple months well, ago. Now he's having to. Place. So I got to move he, twice. Yeah, he's got to move out until they fix it and then move back in. <laughs> he's a hobo, man. Just put him on a train car and let him drive all over the U.S. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, uh, on that note, I actually need to be getting going because we've been going for about two hours now. How long have we been going here? One hour, 48 minutes. and No, one hour, 49 minutes, three well, we seconds. Did, we did the premium channel before where I showed pictures. <clears throat> oh, yeah. So we were over, over two hours. Glitch is, yeah, he's a premium member. Go look at the pictures. His house got totally demolished. <clears throat> partially partially demolished winds oh, and the winds comments now here <laughs> demology says faz you're pulling for straws what <laughs> zorro wait i saw that one i almost put that one up zorro i've never met a person with as much emergencies in their daily life as faz <laughs> the first you got that right he was right and that I, I was teasing Faz. I, I sent him a uh, message while we were getting ready to go on. And uh, he he basically takes the cake for being late. There's always a reason Faz is late. He's late for goddamn For my everything. own show. Okay. Yeah, I know. <laughs> See, people wouldn't have me on their show. We're, we're always bad. waiting on Faz. I, I can count on one hand over the last three years how many times I've been late to a show. You're late in a month, you need two hands. <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> All right. Uh, I do need to get going. It's it's rather late, and I actually need to get some things done. For those of you who have been hanging with us on these, these marathon casts, thank you so much for listening. Um, we also got the only other thing I got to say, we do got to get back to bringing on the guest panels again. We've gotten away from that because of the holidays and all that. We'll, we'll have to designate some time on these shows to bring the guest panels back on. We shall. All right. Those are fun. Right There's there. Bye guys. Bye.